0: Welcome back to this series on the Toxicity of Hate. Uh, We began just a couple of days ago, and we've been uh, discussing a list of reasons why we might hate, psychological reasons, whether we're doing it subconsciously or consciously, and really both could apply, uh, or either or could apply, and my concern is for you. It is for how it's affecting you, and... You know, Obviously the people around you are affected, but sometimes when we do hate, even if we don't hate the people around us necessarily or the people that we care about, we may hate other people groups or governments or cultures or whatever it is, or even our jobs. And from that hate, it is affecting us. It is affecting our health. It is affecting um, our relationships. It's, it's taking a toll. And so that's the reason for addressing this. I mean, the primary reason. Um, obviously, other reasons that I, I might want to list would be, you know, hey, what's it doing to the to the, uh, the culture as a whole? I mean, we could get into that, especially in terms of employee or employee relationships and, and even your work environment. If you've got haters there all the time, and that's not a very fun place to work at all. Um, if you've got haters in your home, if you've got haters in your neighborhood, that's not fun either. So, you know, it always begins with us. It always boils down to what we are doing to ourselves and how that's affecting every other facet of our lives. Let's finish this list. I have just one piece left, and this has not been an exhaustive list by any means. There's obviously many reasons why we might hate. Uh, But the last one on my list right now is societal and cultural factors. The answer to why we hate, according to Sylvia Dukovic, Uh, I hope I'm saying your it. Dukovici, maybe? That's how her name... um, LCSW, president and founder of the Critical Therapy Center, lies not only in our psychological makeup or family history, but also in our cultural and political history. We live in a war culture that promotes violence. You know, it's kind of survival of the fittest, if you will, in which uh, competition is a way of life, she says. We fear connecting because it requires us to reveal something about ourselves. Maybe something we're afraid others won't like, or maybe something that we don't like about ourselves, and we're trying to hide it. We're taught to hate the enemy, meaning anyone different than us, which leaves little room for vulnerability and an exploration of hate through empathetic discourse and understanding. In our current society, one is more ready to fight than to resolve conflict, which is really kind of a bad detriment. I mean, it's, a, it's almost an omen to any culture or society, if, if you're not willing to resolve conflict, then that's going to take a toll on, you know, marital relationships in that same culture. It's going to take a toll on, um, you know, relationships between teacher and student. It's going to take a toll on uh, student-to-student relationships. It's going to take a toll on um, employer-to-employee relationships or uh, peer relationships within a work environment. It's 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 going to affect everything. Marriages are affected. You know, it just the list just goes on and on and on and it's kind of a domino effect. You know, as soon as you adopt a standard such as one like this, you you are really um, you know asking for trouble and much more than what you bargained for. Uh, and, and then unfortunately then peace becomes uh, seldom the option. Well, let's begin to move into some interesting facts about how hatred affects our body, our mind, and our relationships. From a very specific standpoint, we've mentioned it a couple of times just in hearsay, but what is it really doing, okay? You may find it quite difficult to experience many positive emotions if you're constantly consumed with anger and disgust for other people. And this, again, can affect many areas of your life. Hatred is an incredibly strong emotion. And anytime you couple strong emotions with thought, you build very strong, very powerful neural networks, which then, in turn, can cause even more thoughts to grow and expand. And you get those really nasty, negative voices in your head more times than you would like you can even be just sitting there, not even intending to, and pretty soon you find yourself in this uh, complete, uh, completely, completely consumed with these horrible, awful thoughts that you uh, have found. Now you may be at a point where it's hard to overcome them. So when you experience such strong emotions, your body's fight or flight response is triggered, and we've talked about that before: release of cortisol. And a feeling that that consistently can contribute to high stress levels, um, anxiety disorders, definitely depression, which is that downward spiral we definitely don't want. Uh, insomnia, so you're not sleeping at night, and that's again anything with the fight or flight and the in the release of cortisol is going to you know suppress melatonin, which is a sleeping hormone in your body. Uh, weight gain and in chronic illness. Um, you'll have mental issues and aside from anxiety and depression you may also experience rest, restlessness and paranoia and this is just the beginning of this list these effects of constant irregular feelings of intense hatred can decrease your quality of life and affect your relationships and you start to disconnect with other people and and you and you find that others don't even want to be around you because you're so consumed with this negative Hatred, and you—that's all you want to talk about—is—is is the people that you hate, or this group that you hate, or this job that you hate, or the government that you hate, and—and and frankly, you know, it gets old after a while. People don't want to be around it, okay? Um, and, and if you're already in a relationship and prone to feeling hatred as a response to any unpleasant interactions with your partner, this greatly will inhibit your ability to approach any problems reasonably and work towards healthy resolving conflict. Uh, Uh, healthily resolving conflict, and restoring the quality of the relationship that two of you have together. Love is a strong emotion also, but can easily be twisted into hatred when things go south in a relationship, and then this, in turn, will limit your ability to have a healthy partnership. Um, In worst cases, you might even find yourself in a love-hate relationship, which can be highly toxic and potentially even abusive in nature. Now, this is just the tip of the iceberg of what I want to help you uh, understand on this level. Uh, we need to close out at this point, because we are out of time for today. Please join us back again tomorrow as we continue this conversation about the toxicity of hatred. This is Michelle Steffes. Your journey to greatness, your routine. And yes, there is light at the end of the tunnel, as I will be covering solutions for you in the episodes to come. Thank you for joining